rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's happening? How are you? How's everything? I know. How's the mic sounding? And yeah, hello everyone. This is Tara Devlin. Welcome to Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Thank you so much for hanging out. We meet here every Friday evening around the 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in that vicinity. I know it's a little, I'm a little late again, but this is, you know, the uh, the people who hang on the chat room are used to that. So <laughs> come and hang out at youtube.com slash channel slash tarabuster and meet the greatest Americans and, and international people, lucky bastards that they are, uh, the greatest patriots in American history and their admirers from other parts of the world that are that tune in to I guess they watch the show for um, sort of like that train wreck quality not that oh, well, yeah I guess I, I'm, I'm self-owning right there but I mean for the for us for the discussion of the last days of the American Republic that's what I mean not that the show is a train wreck sometimes it is but i put the uh, well i i've i heard you guys some some people don't like the cats i have to tell you so i get some comments about that the cats get very annoying and um so we're gonna well what i decided to do i understand that it annoys me too so um and you know you're in the middle of it and you're uh, flowing you're doing a commentary and then a cat jumps up and it's a very it's very distracting especially it's sort of like oh what you know so um i will what i put tara jr jr in the um in the bedroom so what will i'll uh you know i'll bring them out at the end of the show or something you know rather than i'll have the, rather than have the um free reign because uh, for some reason tara jr jr just Whenever I start the show, he he gets very um, I don't know spicy about it. Somehow he get you know, I guess it's my hands, my uh, my my passion flowing or something, and he doesn't understand what's happening. So he sees me maybe. I'm, who am I talking to? Yes, I know there are some di- dissenters in the in the chat room saying that they love the cats but yeah we'll we'll try to find that happy medium we'll see and sometimes it won't be possible for me to put them in the bedroom because i might have a rescue in there so we'll have to play it by ear (laughs) and yeah i know so well we'll it'll we'll find a we'll find a balance and i think francis is still out here Somewhere, I think Ray and Junior are in the. It's really Tara Junior who's kind of a pain in the ass. If they just sat in the in the cat tree and did cat things, that might yeah, that would work. But it's that he <laughs> free Junior. I see people in the chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Free Junior. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will free him at the end of the show. We'll bring him out. And we'll have a little 
we'll have a little get together. All right. He's 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 all right. He's fine. He's laying on the bed. He's got a beautiful pillow that's very soft that he loves to lay on. It's one of those soft pillows that you get at the um, at a hotel. I specific I went to this hotel and the pillows were like amazing. And I had to find out what brand they were. Now it's ex- it, the brand is escaping me, but they're they're like the softest pillows on the face of the earth. Not it's not my it's not my pillow. It's not Mike pillow. Those pillows suck. Those are something I heard that there were a lot of there that there. And I'm not just saying this. I I heard that the pillows, of course, are. Uh, I mean, they don't live up to the hype, right? So uh, talk about Mike Pill. This is what, eh, whatever. What what do you expect with Republicans? So okay, um, let's start the show. This is uh, this is our Progressive Voices show. This show goes on Progressive Voices, and uh, just give you a little plug. In two weeks, on the twenty eighth of this month, is that two weeks? Yeah, not next Friday. Wait, wait what the hell? It's the fourteenth. Where's my calendar? Where's my... Okay, yes, two in two Fridays from now, we're going to have a conversation with John Perkins, who wrote Confessions of an Economic Hitman. He'll, he's coming on the show, and that's going to be pretty damn cool, I think. I, and I remember this book from years ago, so this is an updated... There's a new addition to it um, with, and I mean, we'll hear all about it when John comes on the show. So I'm looking forward to that because <clears throat> I've always admired him from afar. And now we get to admire him in the Tarabuster community. He's going to call in. So, all right. So that's a couple of weeks from now. And thank you, Barry, for your super chat. So nice to see everybody on a Friday. And I'm, I apologize for not being able to do a show this week during the week, but I had to, I had many scheduling problems. And then um, I also had, I was with Robin um, and we filled in for Mike, for the Mike Malloy show yesterday. If you were feeling um, like you missed a little terror buster, but so thank, I'm really happy that Mike trusts me with his incredible platform so and uh and robin too of course but that was i mean i and uh, robin and i talk about it because we both started out as truth seekers as fans of of mike and the fact that yeah uh it's kind of bizarre it's almost surreal in a way that i'm uh, on his show co-hosting with robin since I I remember years ago I I started listening to Mike I found I found him on Air America, and I wasn't aware of him before and I I became an instant fan, and he I remember driving home and I had Air America on in my car and I didn't have a headset or anything, so I when I didn't want to stop listening and I, I got, I drove home and I parked and I stayed in my car and listened to the rest of the show because I didn't want to miss it. And I was instantly uh, a, a, a fan of Mike's. And if you haven't listened to the Mike Malloy show, you, you really must. It, he is an American hero, an American treasure. He's incredible. 
and the real deal. So, okay, that's a lot of plugs happening. And, of course, Robin as well. And and I met Robin through Mike. We um, got together in Washington, D.C. And how I started getting in uh, touch with Mike was because I used to run that website, Republican Dirty Tricks. And I started, um, he started reading some of my stuff on the air. So, and then we began corresponding on email. And w- then we met in Washington, D.C. for a rally where Mike got arrested. And that was, that was it. We were, uh, we, what's the old um, saying? I spent a month, I, oh, wait, I spent a, Oh, like a month there, one weekend or something like that. So, and that's what it was like because he got arrested. We had to bail him out. And I made a video about it. It's still on the, I think it's still up on YouTube somewhere, right? Anyway, all right. We got a lot of work to do. I, I mean, and the show tonight, let me see. Of course, you know, all day thinking and listening to what's going on in this country. Uh, I don't know if you know that, well, you probably know because you're into politics, but the um, Republicans are meeting with their, their NRA masters, their, their paymasters, and they're all uh, going to the, because this is the NRA, I guess it's happening now, or I don't know, but um, you know, it's the NRA convention because they have no shame. And I was watching of course, you know, some of it because I had to, I figured we would talk about it. And um, Mike Pence spoke at the, I, I listened to his entire speech. And it was, of course, an abomination. The lies coming out of his lie hole are, uh, it's, uh, it's stunning to me how really, I mean, but why am I stunned, right? This is who they are. He, I just want to, I, 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 I tried to capture the, um, you know, cap, cap, screen capture this speech, but the sun, I just kept having a technical problem. Every time I did that, it came out with, um, it was, the audio was all jumpy and stuff. So I, I'm going to see if I can play it off the screen. It's a little bit. Let's see. Oh, God, it's almost, it's just unbearable. And that's you guys over here. And thank you for your super chats. Barry, thank you so much, Barry. And thank you, Pookie's mommy. And, of course, Jim. Thank you, Jim. America, you in danger, girl. Pookie's mama. I know. All right. Here we go. Where the heck is it? Let me see. This is a problem. All right. Yeah, I get a little stressed out on Fridays because we we do we're on a limited time frame, but it is what it is. Thank you for hanging out. And if you're listening on Progressive Voices, thank you for supporting the show. Has been replaced with national fear and uncertainty. All across the country, a crime wave is wreaking havoc in our largest Democrat-run cities. Oh, fuck you. There you go, right? Our largest Democrat-run cities. When will this end? When will it end? The tediousness of these freaks. Now, the thing that gets me, besides everything else, with Republicans is this fake Christian, whatever they... I mean, it is Christo-fascism. It's Christian nationalism, and they think that somehow... Great. 
you know, like perjury trader green and Trump himself calls himself a nationalist, but they don't see because they're stupid. Right. But they're no, no, no. It's not because they're stupid. It's because, well, the word, right. Christ there. I'm a Christian and I'm a national. I love my nation. So of course, let's put those two great tastes together and we'll get this beautiful thing called Christian, Christian nationalism, which the, because they are, they are, their ignorance is bottomless. They have no understanding about history and what that actually means. That it's not something to, um, especially if you are, if you pretend to love America, if you pretend to love the constitutionally limited democratic republic, then you wouldn't be labeling yourself a Christian nationalist. But the, um, to, to, he does it again, you know, this, uh, it's this Pence character. Um, he's, first of all, to me, he's incredibly tedious. The, uh, he seems like such a phony. Is he, is this a real, is this really the way he behaves? He, everything is like a caricature of someone with emotions. That's what he seems like to me. And they're, the way he, um, you know, emotes and his gestures, the way he's, he's pointing and it, um, it seems to me so deliberative that it's, uh, you know, it's a phone. He's a phony. So whatever. Uh, that's beside the point, really. But this whole Democrat thing to with one breath to say uh oh our country's never been so divided this is one of the things he said and uh and then go right into the uh democrat party or whatever it just shows you who he is and who they are that this is a game to them it's it's a show they're putting on a show for their dupes they re they focus tested the the word right democratic sounds nicer and in fact we there's a quote of trump on tape saying um the reason he uses it is because it just sounds worse something you know he says something like that that he says democrat party because it sounds worse and that's all they have that's all they have but what's annoying is that no one ever calls them out except me right no one on corporate media ever calls them out. For, I mean, this should be something where instead of it being a gang sign for the MAGA morons, because when they say Democrat Party, then the other MAGA morons all automatically understand that they're speaking their, the language of the, of the death cult, right, of the... Uh, you know, of the uh, Trump and Z death cult. So uh, when Pence says it, when, um, uh, what's his name, McCarthy says it, it's shorthand to for these people that, hey, I'm with you. I'm on your, I'm in your cult. I'm in your, uh, you know, I, I'm in your blood-soaked ghost of the Gilded Age death cult. And... That's just, you know, it's how they recognize each other, Th that he's not a normal Republican. That's what it's saying. They're they're not li like, um, you know, what they're calling. Is, well, what do they call them? Well, they call them rhinos, right? I'm not a rhino. I'm a, 
I'm just like you. I hate democracy just like you. I hate diversity just like you. I hate the, I, I hate our nation of laws. I hate our system of voting. I hate the liberal age of enlightenment. I hate our diversity of thought and religion. I hate that. And, and we have them on video now. Of course, everybody has a phone now, but we, we, now we know. We get them, we, we catch them in the act of being themselves, and they've even said, these Republicans have said, oh, I'm tired of this old separation of church and state junk. This is, that's something that Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Bolbert said, and... Um, I, I just hope, you see, just like how we've been calling them fascists for years and years, and finally now the corporate media seems to be catching up, maybe eventually they'll catch up and pick up on this with, you know, just say, how, how can you say with a straight face in one breath that you lament our country has never been so divided and then refuse to do the simple, basic thing of just simply calling somebody by their name but this is who they are that's freedom to them and listening to this mike pence speech too it, it's just reminded me of how they how how different um a definition of free i don't know what their definition of freedom is it's that to them i suppose it's freedom to walk around with an assault weapon Meanwhile, here in reality, that we're not free. You're not free. If you can't send your kid to school uh, without them coming home murdered by a weapon of war, you're not free if you can't uh, make a run to the grocery store without ending up in a body bag because you forgot to pick up the goddamn corn for your dinner. Or you can't, you're not free if you can't go see a concert or go to church or a synagogue without having to be worry or be one of the unlucky victims of yet another American, uniquely American gun massacre. You know, this NRA convention is an abomination. You want to, you want to hold, you want to suckle an assault weapon? Join the National Guard. But these people, they are now, it's not just the right to keep and bear arms, the, uh, a, a well-regulated militia. But uh, they forget the whole well-regulated militia part, of course. But to them, it's, um, it is now become the so-called right to have an assault weapon. They're conflating the right, to, and it's not a right. You don't have a right to an assault weapon. You and the Supreme Court and other courts have confirmed this again and again and again that you don't have a right to an assault weapon. That you you yes you you can you have a right to have a, a gun in your home and protect yourself in your home, but you don't have a right to a specific type of weapon. So it's not unconstitutional for the government to regulate what kind of society we want to live in. And that's really the basic 
function of government to set the ground rules that we don't want to die by weapons of war. We don't want to die by weapons of war just walking down the street. You're not free if you're if you have to live in uh, in this armed madhouse like this. That's not freedom. You know, your freedom. You see, this is the thing with Republicans. It's sickening. Be- they they simply hate um, you know the diversity of this nation. They just hate humanity, and, and that's why they. They want everybody in their place. And it's very, because they're, they're cowards. They're inherent cowards. They uh, are easily triggered. And uh, the world is scary to them. It's all, all the different people. It's very scary. That's why everyone in their minds, well, for them, they, have a, they, they are attracted to hierarchy. So that kind of makes... Um, you know, takes this scary, complex world and puts everybody in their place. And then they have the daddy at the top protecting them from all the others who dare come out of their place and uh, and uh, upset the so-called natural order of things. And that, that's really conservatism in a nutshell. And Rush Limbaugh said it. Some people are just born to be slaves. That sh- that's the conservative really uh, underlying ideology that um, I wish the Democrats would start reminding the American people, just like they need to remind the American people when the Republicans talk about freedom, what are they talking about? The freedom to call somebody the N-word or the freedom to misgender somebody. That's what they're talking about. The freedom to shove their their twisted worldview than everyone's throats, right? Because they're always, the Republicans are always lamenting how everybody's shoving things down their throats, but they're the ones who are shoving everything down everybody else's throats. I don't give a crap what they, you know, I I say it all the time. We're not going in there and telling them not to have 19 kids and counting, right? Are we? Even though it's pretty damn selfish, I would think, in this overcrowded world as it is, Okay, but you're having your 19 kids and counting. Uh, no one's telling you you can't do that. But here they are telling others that they can live the life that they choose, that they must uh, not form a legal marriage contract with someone who has the same pee or they can't be their authentic self, right? Because they were born with a pee and then Republicans are like... That's the way it is. Oh, you, you know, they, regardless of the fact that, you know, it's none of their business. It's none of their damn business. But they want people to be just like them. You know, they're, this is why they are the, they, they, nothing will ever um, get done. We will not have a functioning democracy or a, a, a modern society worthy of being called great in any sense of the word with Republicans in charge. They must be sent to history's trash pile. That's really the truth. They need to, because Republicans, this conservatism is not, um, they're not meant to be a majority party. And as we see, they, you know, they can't handle it. They don't, they always abuse power. 
because there's something wrong with them, really. And I, I mean, I, I, that's, I mean, I'm just not just uh, throwing out pejoratives. Well, we have the receipts. All the, uh, th- what's wrong with somebody who calls himself a Christian like Mike Pence, right? He says he's pro-life, but I, I, I listened to the whole speech and I won't put you through the whole thing now that I'm s- talking about it. I would, I would play the whole thing and just comment on it because there's so much to really unpack. But in the speech... He's calling for, let's see if I can find this, uh, executions. How did he put it? See, oh yes, okay. Um, I believe the time has come to institute a federal death penalty statute with accelerated appeal to ensure that those who engage in mass shootings face executions in execution in months, not years. Applause, of course. Now we have we we're one of the only countries on earth that still practice execution because we are very sick here and you know I mean as far as what my view on ex- on capital punishment is I know that it's um I would say that I'm against it but for only because now, I mean, it's, of course, this is not the, the law. This is the way I feel about it. So it's just my opinion. But I, I think that some people, like serial killers, need to be executed. That's what I think, okay? That's my, I mean, somebody like a Ted Bundy, what value? I, I guess they could study him, but... You know, somebody that is who um, is so disgusting that they that they find purient pleasure in murdering people, you know, and then they do that again and again and again, like an addiction that to me is needs to be, you know, taken taken off the planet. (laughs) So, you know, of course, is that hypocritical? You know, I've heard I've listened to. Um, there was a defense attorney who um, who who defended Ted Bundy, and he his girlfriend had been uh, had been murdered. Um, a victim of a of a she was murdered, right? and she was against the death penalty, and they, and very vehemently so, but um, apparently. You know, he told he told the story how she came to him in a dream, saying, "Don't use my, my, uh, you know, don't use me as an excuse to um, change your stance on the death penalty." This is what he says. Who knows? Whatever. But um, so he thought, well, you know, if I'm pro, if I'm anti death penalty, then I need to really put my money where my mouth is, and he. Um, you know, defended Ted Bundy, but I think, you know, somebody like that, somebody like the BTK killer, people like that, what are, what, that's disgusting, you know? It's not just disgusting, it's just that you can't have um, people who use, who just hide in plain sight and then go out and murder people in their homes or, or kidnap them and murder, you know, so that's my opinion. I, I think that's, there there are some people are you know need to be 
taken out of the out of the possibility uh, but also um the fact that you know there's something wrong of course to put it mildly with somebody that uses um especially like a ted bundy why am i talking about this who uh used the ruse of um of being helpless and asking people to help you know he was put his himself in a sling and would ask for help and i and because human beings are interdependent you if you have somebody who does um who 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 does that to others yeah i know i'm sounding like an asshole but uh whatever you know who does that by using our innate um sense of interdependence i mean you just can't have that anyway whatever so that's my opinion on the death penalty but other as far as others you know because i know that it's been that they have executed normal uh i mean innocent people and there are of course the racial aspects to to the system and that they have exonerated uh, not more, you know, more than a handful of people on death row have been exonerated by DNA as um, as that progressed. So you know that, you know, we got it's I, I you gotta you just can't take somebody's life willy nilly like that. But um, my other opinion on that is that you know, as a society, even though I would if somebody hurt. Someone I love, I love, I love, love, love. See if it. This is this keeps happening. I have a brand new computer, and it sucks too. Look at that. Did everything disconnect on my back? I heard it pop off. It does this. It's like it pops off and then it pops back on. But all right, looks like it's okay. Anyway, so um, as a society, I believe we should, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? You know, bring out the better in each other, not bring out the worst. And because there is a mob mentality involved as well. So um, anyway, so that's my opinion on that, whatever, but whatever. But um, as far as Mike Pence, you know, he's he's uh like the rest of the the so-called pro-lifers it came back okay thank you thank you haiku i don't know what the fuck you know i do not know what the f is with this computer it's a brand new computer and now i can't something is not playing for my headset All right, we're back. We're back. Looks like the Farago disconnected in the middle, but okay. As long as I can hear it, I know where the cues are. Everything sucks. All right, whatever. I should. I, I probably lost all my audience. So anyway, Pence. Let's get back to Pence. And I don't. I don't want to spend all night on him because I have other more. Um, other interesting stories to talk about, but yes, he's this. But you see what Republicans are doing now. They know that the executions do not deter 
mass shootings. Okay, and everything that, and, and, and in general, because we have plenty of studies now, because we are uh, one of the only countries where I think we're among um, peers such as China, Saudi Arabia. I think there are just five countries. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Countries with the death penalty. Death penalty. And that's the other thing. Now, I could say I think that we should um, not have a death penalty for everybody except serial killers, right? But the the if you are if you proclaim yourself pro life, so called, then you should be pro life, right? Doesn't that? I'm not I'm not here saying um, I'm so called pro life, but I'm certainly more pro life than a right winger. And that's the other thing to even to call them by their chosen name. So we we do we give them that courtesy, right? They don't they can't say Democratic Party, but we call them pro-life because that's what they call themselves, even though it's it's wrong. They're not pro-life. They are pro-birth. They're not pro-life. They're for the death penalty. They're all they're for violence. They're for. Um, they're not for life. They're certainly pro-abortion, I have to say, because their policies create so many abortions. They just want to control women. They're not pro-life. But, you know, we call them that, and they can't even call us by our, our name. So I think it's it, to my, for, my, my frustration, to my eternal frustration... The Democrats, they never seem to uh, call the Republicans out on their utter hypocrisy. Yeah, there's, I mean, that's one aspect of it. But the, but the, the other aspect is the, uh, is the patent failure, the absolute failure of their policies. If they are so pro-life, then, you know, I mean, of course, the death penalty is an easy one. But also, if you're so pro-life, then... Why don't you support policies that actually reduce the numbers of abortion? And they don't. So just like with school shootings, we're going to hear all kinds of so-called um, responses. You know, like that Marsha Blackburn, the senator who said, we stand ready and then the, um, you know, ready to help you. It's, it's too late, honey. You already did your job, right? You did what you do, which is nothing except uh, bring more guns into the streets, uh, awash this country with assault weapons, and take your NRA bribes. What's done, you've done it. You've, you've killed more Americans. You've uh, inflicted more pain on this country. But they don't stand ready to do a damn thing, but continue to kiss the ass of their paymasters. And because if they stood ready to, to do something, they would support policies that actually prevent the gun violence massacres from happening. They would support the assault weapons ban. They would support bringing it back. It would be a no-brainer. It would already have been done, like what happened in New Zealand. They had one gun massacre, one massacre, one scumbag, 
committed a massacre. That's all it took. It didn't take more and more tiny coffins. It didn't take it. It didn't take all the uh, the pleas and the thoughts and prayers and the 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 goddamn redundancy of that. It didn't take getting to the point where the number one cause of death for children in this country are guns, gun violence. That's disgusting. And you know because you know I mean it's just disgusting. But it used to be the number the number one cause of death for the uh for for children used to be cars used to be auto accidents and um guess what it's no longer the number one cause of death because we 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 legislated there were there were they responded with actual legislation seatbelt laws and speed laws and safety Laws like you couldn't have a kid in the front seat, you, uh, children had to be in car seats, things like that. That's all legislation. That didn't come because people were feeling uh, all of a sudden like, um, oh, we need to have put safety first here. It's just that we as a society and those first responders that had to go to the scene and peel the little babies off the off the goddamn asphalt they were sick of it so we did something about it we can do things about it if we want to but yes the the, the what what needs to happen are uh what needs to happen are the it's the assault ban the assault weapons ban there you don't have a constitutional right to an assault weapon and let's take it, you know how Republicans are always like, we're on a slippery slope. If you uh, allow um, people of the same peepee to marry, next thing you know, you'll be marrying your dogs or goats and cats or whatnot, which, of course, never happens. But what, what's the slippery slope here? Why not, you know, assault weapon? You, you don't have a right to a, a grenade launcher, do you? See, that's regulated. Why not? Why don't you have a uh, an, a a right to a grenade launcher, an anti tank weapon, something like that, right? What about um, you know, what what kind of ordinance, perhaps, you know, bomb making equipment? Why not? You can't have. You don't have a right for that. You don't have a right to make a bomb. Right, the keep and bear arms. Oh, okay. You, but you have the right to a weapon of war, to an assault weapon, that was created specifically for for soldiers on the battlefield. That's where the M1 came from. This is all the uh, you know the M1, the M, the AR-15 is the M16's cousin. So that's a weapon of war. This is what you get when you're in the military. So. You don't have a right. So you have a you don't you don't have a right to an assault weapon. And I think that the freedom of society certainly takes precedence than some s- stupid scumbag who can't go to Walmart without strapping on a goddamn assault weapon. If 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 you need to do that, then you need help. You don't need an assault weapon. You know, and the other thing, the Republicans are uh, talking about, of course, mental health. 
They're so full of shit, though. Uh, once again, as we know, the Republicans, uh, after one of the, who knows, rem- I can't remember which mass shooting it was, but it was one of the more recent ones where the Democrats, they had a bill. They proposed legislation to expand mental health care. It was written. This was for schools, expanding mental health care for students in school. And what did the Republicans do? They voted it down. They voted against it. So spare me your thoughts and prayers, you freaks, you freaking goddamn blood-soaked ghouls. They don't want to do anything. So they lament, and, and, and they, oh, I can't, I can't. They, they, wrote, they lament and, uh, you know, dead, dead children. No, they don't. They're creating dead children. Here's, here's some more. Let's play Wing some of this. District attorneys oh, are refusing to prosecute criminals. Why is this playing? Left-wing politicians have slashed police funding. Oh, you probably can't hear it now, right? with incendiary rhetoric that fuels the chaos yeah endangers police officers let me know threatens american lives let me know i know it's like a i have to wait for the delay i gotta try something hold on now let's see system audio i'm getting a I'm getting a error message. What the fuck? Make sure Ecamm is connected. The mic. The mic. The mic. All right. I came here today before the NRA to say enough is enough. It's time we took a stand for America and for freedom. For freedom. Because the truth is... Can you hear that, guys? When I play that Mike Pence clip? Is that coming through? Let's see. And what did the... I'm hearing myself. Oh, yeah, it is working. It's coming through, right? It sounds like blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You can hear it. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, trucker. Nice to see you. Yeah, you know, this is what's fucked up. Um... Here's what he says. Uh, it's I'm not uh, usually I can hear it through my headset. I'm not hearing it through the headset. It's coming out. It's coming through. Oh no! Now I fix it. Okay, good. You see, thank you for everybody. I really do appreciate it. Okay, I appreciate you. You know your long the long suffering Tarabuster community putting up with all of the technical problems and really helping the show you do you're helping me get through it so and like i you know we do it anyway we don't wait for it to be perfect and we just we got to get the word out american freedom now you're not hearing that right right it's not coming through Yeah, it's not working. Fuck this. All right. I don't know. 
isn't that odd? It stopped working. Weird, weird. All right, I won't um, play it then off the screen. Too much, too many problems. But anyway, the thing that I was going to play is that Pence goes on and says, um, this is what he says. This was, I'm reading the transcript off of C-SPAN. It says, um, let's see. The Bible says we mourn with those who mourn and grieve with those who grieve. I know I speak for everyone here when I say our hearts and our prayers. See, they had to change it because thoughts and prayers are, are just getting so damn tedious. Our hearts and our prayers are, let me see, I lost my place. Our hearts and prayers are with all the families that suffered loss and injury. Are they, really? And that suffered loss and injury. Into these attacks, ignoring the motivations, okay, listen to this, ignoring the motivations of a trans activist. Do you see how much these Republicans hate America? a trans activist that killed three children and three adults at a Christian school. See, they, it's, when they heard that it was a trans person, they were clicking their heels. They were happy because they can politicize it. You know, these are the same people that uh, we're on board to tears listening to them all the time cry about how everything's being politicized we're we're being politicized trump's being trump being a crook getting the long arm of the law finally catching up to him oh it's all political don't be so politicized don't politicize the school shooting don't politicize you know anything and everything they cry it's being politicized Everything is fucking politicized. Everything is politics. They should, they know that. They don't want their dumbasses to know that. So what, where's your sincerity? You know, they have no sincerity. They're just in government to steal. That's it. They're in government to get the dumbasses, to give them more power. They're addicted to power. Well, and money. You know, for all their proclaiming to love Jesus, they love money. They love money and power. That's it. If they loved serving their country and they loved to give back to their community, because that's what really makes life worth living, right? This is what you hear. This is what they'll tell you that, you know, they're so they're so into Jesus Right? Well, what is, what's Jesus going to tell you when you get to the pearly gates? What you, you, you made a lot of money. You sure damn did. You sure did make a lot of kids dead, though, too. You protected morons from what? Freedom? The freedom to go to a grocery store without being menaced? By a bunch of morons who who just want to uh, go walk around with a uh, with an assault weapon, you know they had these open carry groups. They all converge on Starbucks, and you're supposed to sit there watching these douchebags, you know, uh, what stand there with assault weapons? Like, I mean, they do they realize how stupid they look? 
But we're all supposed to be like, oh, is that a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun? Because the, the, the guy who just committed the latest mass shooting, I don't know, maybe today there was another one, because every day there are more mass shootings. And in fact, with the mass shooting at the bank, one of the doctors said, it's so bad here in Tennessee Wait, oh wait, and uh, where was the bank shooting? Let me see. See, I can't, I can't keep up with everything. The bank, let's see, bank shooting. But wherever the doctor was, it was either the one from Tennessee. Was that in Tennessee too? Bank shooting. Oh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky, whatever. Um, he's the doctor said that it's so bad here in Kentucky that. We were working on the victims of this shooting when we got a call for another shooting came in. So more more gun violence, more victims of gun violence came in looking, needing help from from uh, doctors, needing them to put them back together because freedom. They got somebody got freedomed. They got freedomed. Right? That's just freedom. So, like, the good guy with the gun, bullshit. The guy at the bank, apparently, you know, more. It's another example of a legally purchased gun, just like the the shooting in the school, the Tennessee shooting. Everything's legally purchased here in this fucked up, blood-soaked madhouse. And that guy was a good guy with a gun. You interviewed him a couple of days before. Even his mother said, if you listen to the 911 call, she, the mother called, saying, he's not like this. He's not a violent person. You know, he snapped. But, well, you know, what are you going to do, right? Hey, uh, freedom. It's unreal. These, the, they are, I mean, this is the kind of society they, that, that Republicans bring to us you get it this is the society this is the best they got they got uh, and it gets worse i mean not only uh, everything uh, they are so corrupt and are they are so i mean deliberately divisive they tickle the racist funny bone i mean and they have uh, everything about them i have to ask this is a sincere question i'm just asking the chat room um, are there any redeeming qualities from, uh, uh, so, um, for the Republican party, um, does the Republican, I'm trying to phrase, phrase it right. Does the Republican party have any redeeming qualities? I guess that's how you phrase it properly. If you could talk, which I cannot, let me see. What's, let me see. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, you guess what happened? What time is it? The stupid fucking thing went on. It didn't. I hit the goddamn. I'm going to have to cut this out. This sucks. What time is it? What time did I start the show? 9.30. I started around 9.40. I mean, 8.45. So it's 9.30. That's 45 minutes. What a shit show. So let me see, 45 minutes. This blows. I, I was like, what's going on? I'm going to have to really, I'm going to have to cut this. 
So let's see, it's nine, wait, 8.45, So we have an hour and 15 minutes. Let's see. I can't believe this. This sucks. Should I start over now? It's 9.30 already. I feel like we should start over. <laughs> I've only been on the air for 45 minutes. We'll take a poll in the... What do you think? Anybody? I don't know. Eh, whatever. I need to get to sleep tonight. Let me see. So, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm just trying to figure out when to start the... the timer again. Hmm... I'm going to have to cut out a big chunk. Big chunk of change here. Okay. Hmm. I started at 9.30. Wait, it's 9.32 now. Okay. So, no, I started the show at around 8.45. 9.45. So, it's only 45 minutes. Just trying to figure out. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, I'll start the... I'll just wing it. I'm going to cut out a bunch of shit. <laughs> All right. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We're going with the flow. Going with the flow. All right. I'll start it right here. That's how many minutes? All right. Good. We'll put right there. Hopefully. I'll just put it right in the middle. All right. Boom, it's it's going. All right, all right, all right, all right. What was I saying? Um, yeah, Republicans. I was saying that they bring nothing to the table. And we know, you know, it's so... it It is really evil because you can't tell me that Mike Pence doesn't know better. He knows. He sees the the studies, you know? I know Republicans don't want us to to actually study gun violence, but the studies that they have been able to perform reveal that it doesn't matter if you have armed guards in schools. In fact, the the proliferation of guns, the more guns or armed guards in schools, the more mass shootings we've had. So they have done nothing to stop mass shootings in this country. What stopped mass shootings was the, the assault weapons ban, which we used to have. And it went and it expired. And I remember when it expired. I remember seeing a headline from the Huffington Post that this was, you know, years ago when they let the, this was well, I can't remember what was it during Bush they did this? Let's see. When did did the assault weapons ban expire? Federal assault weapons ban, let's see, was a sub, let's see, the Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Use Protection Act, properly known as the Federal Assault Weapons Ban, was a subsection of the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 94, 
the 10 year ban. I remember this because I remember saying at the time that it's always uh, things that we desperately need are always put on, uh, you know, temporarily, right? But the things that we don't need, the things that turn the country from the from a, a from a country that maybe is trying to work for all to a country that uh, promotes the welfare of the corporate elite over the welfare of the uh, over the general welfare. You know, that stuff is permanent, like Trump's tax cuts or the Bush tax cuts. You know, now they're permanent. Thanks to, well, that was, uh, that's uh, Obama, right? They made the Bush tax breaks permanent. You know, then this is, we don't need to be uh, economists to realize or to know that when you, when you lower taxes on the rich, when you get to a certain point and the studies show that under a 50% top marginal tax rate, the gap between rich and poor gets wider and wider and wider. And now I think um, it was, it was down to less than, I can't remember now it's escaping me. Um, Because I know that Joe Biden lifted it or raised it. Uh, a paltry amount and the Republicans squealed like like the little like the basic bitches that they are and it's nowhere near 50% it needs to be 50 over at least over 50% because this is where we see as as um, Reagan lowered the top marginal tax rate and it fell below 50% that's when the gap between rich and poor began to to widen and widen but they want to continue that that's to them that's a job well done you see they're not trying to make a functioning democracy as their as everything they promote can attest all right so when mike pence is saying things like here's what here's his uh, well of course he goes on about the trans activists what's that about you know never a call for unity there's no it wasn't a trans activist who's a fucking mentally ill person i don't know what the motivations were but for every trans activist so-called every trans shooter there's a thousand white men who commit gun massacres and that's that's the actual statistic but we know that uh, truth has a liberal bias and republicans they're not trying to fix the country they they like the fact that we are divided and they you know mission accomplished how how else are we going to be when one major party you can't even say the goddamn name of the other party. How? What do you expect, right? And that's not the fringe. It's, it's the goddamn standard bearer. It's the former vice president. It's all of them. It's the speaker of the weaker speaker of the house. You know, infantile. This infantilism. So he says uh, the motivation. Uh, so he's what he's saying is that. The problem is Democrats don't want to look at 
the fact that uh, it was a trans person. This is how he's proposing we we fight guns, gun massacres by just admitting that somebody had a, had a sickness. Does it? It's it's not that they were trans, you know. If you want to go by statistics, you'd say that straight white men are very ill, and they are. They commit most of the violence in society, hands down, across the board. So what? It, what's your point, Mikey? Incredible, though. He says, President Biden and the, and the Democrats have returned to the same tired arguments about gun control and gun confiscation. We're talking about assault weapons. Why don't you say assault weapons, Mike? You see how they do? How they conflate gun control. We're talking about you don't have a right to an assault weapon. No sane, civilized person thinks that. And neither do you, Mikey. That's why you won't say assault weapons. They're trying to confiscate our assault weapons. Why don't you say that? No, he wants to say gun control. Nobody's saying give up your handguns. Who's anybody? See any of that? Nobody's saying you can't have a handgun in your stupid uh, meth lab in Tennessee. Nobody's saying that. We're saying we have to bring back the assault weapons ban. Yeah, you don't have a right to an assault weapon, nor do you have a right to a a rocket grenade launcher, or do you have a right to a, a nuclear weapon, right? You know, we've all seen the, the, this, the, the movies where some, uh, some crazy billionaire builds uh, some kind of weapon that's going to blow up the earth. Why not? Why? Why? What? What do you think? That, what's stopping Elon Musk from putting a nuclear weapon on the on one of his stupid rockets? Does he have a right to do that? He's just protecting himself, freedom and all, right? Freedom. Why do you have an, you have a right to an assault weapon? You don't. You, you simply do not. Well regulated. Well regulated. I'm so sick of it. That shall not be infringed. We keep hearing this. Well, what about the whole well regulated part? Right at the top there. But they, they're sick. These are sick people. And they hate America. They want this country to be an armed madhouse. They want to uh, turn people against each other. They want to vilify. They want us vilifying the targeted minority group du jour. Right now it's trans people. And interestingly enough, when you look at history, as I often do, with um, the history of the rise of fascism in the 20th century, and the if you if you put the attacks on trans people side by side with the Nazi with the German fascists attack on the Jews, there's there are so many eerie similarities. 
And we need to heed the warning of history. Now, and keep in mind, too, the other thing that is striking, the way these Republicans are going after trans people and they're and, and targeting them. And the fact is, the the that if you are a trans person, you are more apt to be the victim of violence than the perpetrator, especially thanks to Republicans, especially the way they're legislating against trans. There's just trans people in general. They're legislating them out of existence or trying to, and they won't. They will not be successful, of course. But just like in Nazi Germany, you know, the, the, the population of the Jews in Nazi Germany is the same as the population who are trans now. So it's less than 1%. Just like in Nazi Germany, they were, they, the Jews made up less than 1% of the population. But they were the cause of everything, every ill in society, in, the, in German society. It was because of the Jews. The same thing with Republicans. Everything is trans people, right? All of the sudden, the most dangerous segment of society are trans people. So much so that they have rallies. They literally, of course, they conflate drag with being trans and it's not the same damn thing of course but you know they're they're so hateful that they organize events and they they get together they they literally take time out of their life to go to the gay center the lgbtq center in in manhattan for example to stand outside and and rail against a a goddamn drag queen story hour. Like they got nothing better to do. It's such a, it's such a crisis, right? It, drag queen story hour has been going on for 30 years or more. This is going on as long as I can remember. But, you know, that's because Republicans have nothing to offer. They're not looking for solutions. They're looking for scapegoats. So they can continue the coup. This coup, it didn't just start with Trump. He just put it on overdrive. The coup's been going on forever. It's been going on for years. It was on when Nixon committed treason to get into the White House. It was on when Reagan committed treason to get into the White House. This, that's the war against democracy. Because when they say they hate government that they want to drown government in a bathtub that government is the problem government government you know i'm from the government i'm here to help i'm terrified that's the nine most terrifying words well when they say that they want to drown government it means what they're saying is they want to drown democracy and no one called them out before yeah we've been hearing this bullshit from Reagan, the nine most terrifying words and things like that. Yeah, Democrats never called them out. Say, what are you talking about? You hate the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us? What the hell is wrong with you? I thought you you loved America. Well, it's it's all performative. Their patriotism is performative. It's for the dupes. It, they put on a show of patriotism. 
just like they put on a show of governing. Uh, like, for example, Jim Jordan, Jacket Off Jordan coming to New York to put on a show for the dupes. He I mean, he's got no business coming to New York. He's got no business here. He's there. He's trying to make, of course, he's trying to protect his con man, Fuhrer's ass. And he's, you know, uh, he's putting on a show. That's all they do. You know, like the weaponization of the government committee. That's a show. Don't give a shit. The weaponization of the government, Republicans should know. They are, they're masters of that. That's what they do with government. They use government to kick down on minority groups. They use government to make the rich richer, to make themselves richer, to inflict their sick version of Christianity on people, to control people. And it's all part of the ultimate goal, which is to destroy pesky, pesky democracy once and for all. Why? Why? Because of greed. Democracy gets in the way. Democracy gets in the way of them stealing, of making buku bucks. You know, a democracy, you might vote uh, in, in a democracy. You might vote that you have to be, be good to the plebs. That if you hire people, if you have a business, that you have to have decent working conditions and, and decent and uh, humane hours and you have to pay living wages. That's all, you know, who needs that? They don't want that. That's, they want you to be a serf, to beg for your Lord to trickle on you. And then you go to church on Sunday where they tell you, don't rise up against your Lord. He's, he's put there by God. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. Keep going. Become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil and all that stuff. Yeah, anyway, it's just... I'm going through Mike Pence's horrible, performative, um, so-called outrage at, at, at his NRA speech... So he's so outraged about all the things that have to happen that Democrats just aren't doing. You know, if if uh, if Democrats only saw, I guess what he's saying, if Democrats only saw the danger of trans people, this is the underlying message here when he says that they're ignoring the motivations of a trans activist that killed three children and three adults at that Christian school. He's saying that if we didn't ignore that, we should, we should you know, recognize that trans people are very dangerous. That's what he's saying. Never mind the reality of uh, the fact that what he's saying, what's coming out of his mouth, is putting trans lives in jeopardy and you know spreading ignorance of course because that's what we can expect from republicans they never they never bring light to a situation they never bring hope light decency no they never bring humanity unity e pluribus unum none of that none of that 
So here, and then he, he goes on. I'm just, I'm reading the transcript. So some of the words are a little weird. So I guess it was a, I guess it's like a computer generated transcript. So it says, um, President Biden and the Democrats have returned to the same old tired arguments about gun control and gun f- confiscation. And like I said, you know, what gun? We're talking about the AR-15, you freak. But we did not need gun. We we do not need gun control. We need crime control. And gun. Wait, wait. And gun. We do not need lectures. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need crime control. We do not need lectures about the liberties of law-abiding citizens. Like the guy who bought the AR-15 and then the, he was a law-abiding citizen until that day that he wasn't. Right? It's the truth. He was very, his, his mother said he's not violent. He's not a violent person. Until he wasn't. We need crime control. We don't need lectures about the liberties of law-abiding citizens. Why don't you be a law-abiding citizen and, you know, give up your assault weapon? Why do you need an assault weapon? Where do you live? See, they, it's just what Republicans do. They always, they destroy something and then they proclaim, look, it's destroyed. This is, this is what they're doing here. They're turning this country into a blood-soaked armed madhouse, as always. There's no freedom here. You don't have freedom. You're not free. You're not free to not you're you, you you're not freed from being massacred by a weapon of war on the streets of our cities and and towns and rural areas. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be murdered by an assault weapon by whereby they have no chance of putting you back to together again if you are lucky enough to make it to the hospital how many times do doctors have to explain you know the assault weapon turns your innards into mist there's nothing to reattach you're done but you need that right because that's how much you love America you love America so much Republicans that you you need to walk around with an assault weapon because why what is it about americans that so scares you is it that freedom is it the freedom to what be have your uh, darker pigment is that it you know these people they're they're so transparent really like uh we've i didn't even talk about it but the in texas texas as you know um What's his face? The Texas governor is, I don't know if he, did he do it yet? He want, he's talking about overturning, you know, um, pardoning the, uh, a murderer, a murderer, a guy who from his car shot at another guy and killed him because he was walking towards the car. And eyewitnesses say, I mean, he was convicted by a jury of his peers you know, and here come the Republicans with their message saying, go ahead, kill protesters, kill black people, kill Black Lives Matter protesters. That's their message. 
You see, now, it, because the guy uh, w- apparently was wheeling his girlfriend who was in a wheelchair, and he had an assault weapon as well. He was also armed, but it was it was slung over his shoulder. He wasn't pointing it at anyone. He was just walking in the direction of the of the little white coward in the car, and he shot him, the murderer. This is where we live. But it was a Black Lives Matter protest, so Republicans can't have that. The message is, run, run Black Lives Matter protesters over with your cars, murder them with assault weapons. You know, you can't have a movement of, of Black Lives Matter because it's, that's a dangerous movement. There's not just people with darker pigment in that movement. It's all people of all pigments. But we have to give the impression to the morons that the Black Lives Matter protesters, they, they are, they're horrible. They need to be murdered. It's fine. You know, murdering them is fine. Now, let's play the game. If it were a, let's say the uh, the shoe was on the other foot, right? And a Black Lives Matter protester was sitting in a car and a Trump and Z armed with an assault weapon w- started walking towards him and the Black Lives Matter protester shot him. Do you think... That the uh, what was what's his name Texas governor? I why is it Greg Abbott? Of course. Um, do you think that Greg Abbott would step in and pardon the Black Lives Matter protester? Absolutely not. These people are so transparent. They're disgusting. They're just, yeah, right. Uh, Jim on the chat says Antifa, the Antifa army could attack at any time. That's what they, I guess that's what they say. That's why they need assault weapons because they hate this country that much. That's what it is. They hate everybody in the country. I mean, where do you live? If you love your country, why do you need to walk around with an assault weapon? Because you're, what do you love about your country? That's the other thing I, I wish they would p- press. You know, when the, the corporate media gets these people on their shows, press them. What are you talking? What do you love about America? You know what they'll say? Freedom. I love freedom. Well, it's time we take that back, too. We take freedom back. Because Republicans have turned us into... into not, I mean, we're not free. They've, I don't know, what's the word? Um, they've turned us into uh, a fearful, controlled populace. Hold on. I mean, we're not allowed to read books Republicans don't like. We can't go to drag shows, right? You're a drag performer. You can't be a drag performer. Now, even though that's a art form that's been on, going on for how long? You know, centuries. It's ridiculous. But they hate freedom. They really just, they just hate freedom. And, you know, let me play this, actually. Um, the, one of the Tennessee Three, 
was on Chris Hayes' show. If I can find it. And she was explaining... Well, maybe I'll just tell you what she said because it's hard to... She was explaining that um, they... Because he asked her, what... What do you, um, you know, what's wrong with them, right? They, why, they, why they pull this stunt? It's almost, it's so comical how it's, it's backfired spectacularly when, you know, them ousting the two Justins, Justin um, Jones and Pierce representatives and almost ousting the, uh, the female member of the Tennessee Three. And yeah, so Chris Hayes asked, like, wow, how stupid are these people? I'm just paraphrasing how, you know, it's it's so it's almost comical how how badly this stunt backfired, because now they made heroes uh, out of these young men. And they certainly turned the spotlight on Tennessee, where we see them, we see their antics and they they don't look good to the world, not just local news, the, uh, all uh, the news of the world was on them. So uh, she said, her response was, they simply just don't know how to behave. They are, they're not legislating. And it reminded me actually of what we talk about on the show and she kind of validated it, but all you have to do is look, just use your own eyes to see how they behave. She, that's what she said. They just do not know how to behave. And they're not there. Um, and the way she, she was putting it was that they are, you know, they're infants. They're, they're immature. All of them. They are authoritarians as well. That they, whatever their view is, they think that they have a supermajority. That this supermajority means that everyone is free to do exactly what they want, what they want them to do. So you're free to do everything they need you and want you to do. That's your freedom. And they have no debate. And she was saying that the, the week that the eyes of the world were on them. Oh, wait, I found it. Here it is. I found it interesting. Here we go are behind them 100%. You know, we saw it today in Memphis. We saw the excitement to bring Justin back. And, you know, my colleagues, I, I, I've tried and tried to figure out exactly what their strategy is, and it's, it's not working. Yeah, yeah I, I want to follow up on that, because I don't know if you got to hear my, the, the monologue in your intro, but I, I, just, I just don't quite get it. And, and, and he said, you, you know, it's not working. And I think strategically, it looks like it was not, they did not play their hands particularly well here. But as someone who served in that body, and I know you, you served for a turn and then you left and you came back, um, if you could shed any light or insight into like, what, why? Why did they do this? Why did they go to the mattresses on this? Why did they go to the most extreme form of punishment only to have this sort of blow up in their face? I'd have to say they're an incredibly retaliatory body. The administration is retaliatory. The body is retaliatory. If they don't get way, they're like kicking, screaming toddlers, quite frankly. If they saying? don't get their way exactly, then they really don't know how to solve problems. Um, it's very, 
um, you can see that in the legislation that they bring. They're not thinkers. Um, it seems like they react to everything. It's it's like we're in charge. We are we have the supermajority. We are MAGA Republicans that are going to control this leg- legislature. And if you do something that steps outside of that, they really just lose it. I mean, it was as a teacher, I could think, okay, how do you handle that situation? It was a pretty simple one for me, um, how I would handle a situation like that. But they really just completely had no idea how to behave. (laughs) And of course, they go to the extreme measure just as they punish, um, you know, cities that defy them like Nashville and not allowing the RNC convention to come. And this year, is that the weaponization of government? Of course it is. There's all this retaliatory legislation against Davidson County. It's just remarkable. And um, it's like everything is uh, they're bullying. They it's autocracy, really. Um, Mm. There's just no question about it. They're like, it's like, you have the freedom to do what we tell you. (laughs) And they can't believe that because they have the power, we don't just all of a sudden start agreeing with them. It's like, seriously, they think because they have a supermajority, you all now have to agree. Well, guess what? You know, on much policy, I'm never going to agree with them. We're going to keep speaking out. We're going to keep standing up. We're going to keep pushing back. And, And even though... I am in very red Knox County. The voters in my district, Republicans, independents, and Democrats, all overwhelmingly favor red flag laws. We polled on that last year in my election. And that is what all parties favor. But they are listening to the NRA and the Tennessee Firearms Association, and they are not listening to their very own voters. Uh, on the red flag law, it looks like governor may they may move some some gun legislation after all this as well, which I thought was fascinating, given how the what seemed the obviously visceral emotional reaction that they had to your protest and to being challenged on this. That in the end, there may be a little incremental progress on gun laws coming out of this very same body. Well, you know, we had, the governor has said that, and the governor he he did the executive order on background checks, but as far as the red flag laws, he has asked the legislature to look at something or to pass something. The legislature is not really saying that's what they want to do. I saw several videos today of some of my colleagues saying that's absolutely red flag laws are not going to happen. Now, I haven't seen everything from the whole body, but this was just a few members that I. I happen to see as we're driving back from Memphis, uh, I'm happy to see them say, you know, we're not considering red flag laws. So why? Why? Right. I mean, and more nothing from the Republicans. Um, So Pence goes on. I just wanted to wrap up the thing about Pence because more. I mean, everything that they talk about is it's a well, we know that they're. They're often either a confession or a projection, but they're also a lie. <laughs> there's, the, there's, uh, they have no solutions. They continue to lie. For example, here's Pence. I am tired of the excuses. He's going on about you know how how Republicans have all these great ideas to handle the our uniquely American gun massacre problem. 
but um, Democrats are just standing in the way. So here we go. Um, where is it? the pointless calls for gun control against law abiding Americans? I'm tired of the senseless violence and the loss of life that could be prevented if our leaders would support support law enforcement, protect our schools, institutionalize the obviously mentally ill, enact les- legislation that anyone thinking of heinous acts of mass shooting knows it will face justice swiftly. Those are the real solutions and begins with electing leaders who will stand without apology with the men and women of law enforcement. Now, okay, this is, he's so, they're so full of shit. So uh, let me just finish here. Law enforcement and they're, okay, this is what he says. The, those are real solutions and begins with electing leaders who will stand without apology with the men and women of law enforcement, law enforcement and end the defund the police movement once and for all applause. So we need to support and back the blue. Secondly, okay, with Joe Biden spending trillions on their liberal agenda It has come time for leaders in our nation's capital to give every community armed resource officers in every public school and private school in America. In the wake of the Sandy Hook shooting right after I was elected, we enacted legislation that most uh, blah, 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 the most prosperous nation in history of the world can afford to protect our kids platitude 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 now here's the reality they're full of shit okay republicans that no one talks about defunding the police more than republicans because of course they want stop the defund the police movement there is no defund the police movement in the democratic party it's uh it's a stupid slogan that republicans continue to revitalize and run with even though it doesn't exist for example here's the reality Large cities with Democratic mayors spend far more money on policing and hire far more police officers than large cities with Republican mayors. The 25 largest Democratic-run cities employ 75% more police officers than the 25 largest Republican-run cities on a per capita basis. The 25 largest Democrat... I'm reading from... uh, the third way website and it's driving me mad because they're saying democrat run cities and i'm i'm changing it to democratic the name of the fucking party is democratic party i hate the third way but these are the stats that i i got this i got these stats from third way is bullshit but these are the stats the the 25 largest democratic run cities spend 38 percent more on policing than the 25 largest Republican-run cities. In the most recent budget cycle, the 25 largest Democratic-run cities collectively increased their policing budget more than 25, uh, more than the 25 largest Republican cities. So you you see the pattern here. Republicans talk more about about funding, defunding the police and they talk more about funding the police than actually funding the police. 
and actually doing it. And this is, that's the Republican way. Exactly. So, um, the, as, as well as the mental health, expand mental health. They blocked that. As I mentioned earlier, they blocked it. And that needs to be continuously talked about. Uh, so they, they don't have anything. The other thing he says is, uh, let me see. He's talking about mental health hospitals or, you know, something about mental hospitals. Let's see. Mental. 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 Um, where is it? Doing things that would bring real solutions and enhance safety to America's families. Taking steps to end violent crime in major cities. Confront the scourge of mental health in this country. Well, why do you not do anything? They don't do anything about health or mental health or physical health. They block mental health care. They block physical health care. They block any kind of health care. We're the only country without health care or a goddamn day off. So if you can't, if you get shot in a, in, a, in um, um, one of our uniquely American massacres and you're lucky enough to survive, good luck. Good luck to you getting better because you'll be on GoFundMe. That's it. That's your medical. That's your health care. Because we don't have sick leave. We don't have Healthcare. They don't do anything. You see, they just talk. We have to protect our precious everything's. Where our little babies suffer, the little children protect them by doing everything and anything but removing armed uh, or removing weapons of war from the streets. Let's talk about, let's just talk about mental health care while blocking mental health care and then say, we need to back the blue while not backing the blue. What are you doing? You hate the blue. They're out there going, defund the FBI, defund the Justice Department, defund. And you see, they don't like the police. Republicans are, they are, they are anti-police. They, if the police are on the side of patriotism and freedom and democracy, and they are actually serving and protecting the community, then Republicans hate that. They they don't like the police. What they like is the police state. That's it. They don't care about police. You, you know, they you're nothing to them either. So they they'll they want you to run into uh, a, a situation where you're you have to confront somebody with a weapon of war. That's what they want. That's your yeah, well, you're a hero. If you get shot in the line of duty, then you'll they'll make a they'll make a martyr out of you. They'll say they'll call you a hero. They get a lot of bang for that buck there. So he, he also says, protect our schools, institutionalize the obviously mentally ill, enact, uh, enact legislation that anyone thinking of heinous acts, how are you going to know what they're thinking? And the defund the police movement that doesn't exist. 
Um, let's see. Finally, with so much violence taking place, thanks to Republicans turning this country into an armed madhouse and stressing people out to the degree where th- that's the other thing. It's there's so much stress there in this country as a, as opposed to other countries because we don't have a social safety net worth anything that if you get sick, you're on your own, bub, that you can't take a day off. Republicans created this kind of society. The all, if you, if you are hanging by a thread, thanks to a social safety net, you better thank a Democrat for that. You don't thank a Republican because they're after you. They're coming for you because you, that you, whatever pittance you might be get scraping by on, they need to funnel that into the arms of those who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes. They need more zeros on their bank account. They need their, their hoarders. They need more to, for themselves so they could look down and tell you that some trans person is, uh, living in a, living an authentic life. And there's something, uh, outrageous and, and sinister about that. So let's see. The answer to mass shootings is not fewer guns, right? Here we go. Here we go. It seems to be the answer on uh, all over the world. The answer to mass shootings has been fewer guns, except here. And for those who are just joining us, I'm talking about Mike Pence's speech to the NRA. So, yeah, but the answer uh, to Republicans is more guns. You know, if you have more gun death, all you need is more guns. Makes sense to to a right winger who hates America, can't live with other people who aren't just like them, who uh, is so suspicious. You hate your your fellow American. Now, what part of e pluribus unum is I can't leave my house without an assault weapon? Where do you live? Where do you think you live? Are you in an active war zone? Um, but. Republicans are turning our country into an active war zone, but that's, you know, but you're at war with your fellow Americans because just like their dim Fuhrer says, the worst, it's not Kim Jong-un, his heroes, Kim Jong-un and Putin and all of America's enemies that we have to look out for. It's, it's, it's Americans. It's the nation of laws. It's the people who are working on the side of freedom and democracy that you gotta really watch out so he says this is what got me to uh we broke ground here in the future state on a on the first new mental health hospital to be built in 30 years men and women we have got to get back to institutional mental health care in this country families with someone who is struggling uh, to themselves or a threat to others has to ha- have to have a place where they can bring that family member other than the county lockup. We have to rebuild institutional mental health care in America. Applause. While the other side talks reflexively about gun control. These are the real solutions. Backing the blue. Dealing with dangerous, mentally ill people with men. Well, I don't know. This is how it's, it's, uh, that's the um, transcript. It doesn't make sense. It's not whatever. You know how it is. It's hit or miss. Institutional care. It will. And so here's the thing. He's saying. I'm trying to find the part where he says that Democrats 
Democrats did that. They defunded institutional mental health care. Finally, with so much violence taking place at the hands of those who are severe, mentally ill, the answer to mass shootings is not fewer guns, but more institutional mental health in this country. In the 60s, liberals emptied our psych wards. That's that's simply bullshit. Only to fill our streets and ultimately our prisons with the mentally ill. You know who emptied our psych wards and filled our streets with the mentally ill is Reagan. Reagan did that. You're Saint Reagan, but they don't. It doesn't matter. Reality doesn't matter to Republicans. They are living in uh, this world that you know doesn't. Truth has a liberal bias. Guys, that's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. I can't believe it went by so fast. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out the rest of the show at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Bowser because we got more show. And it's going to get better from here. Because it's going to be funny. I got some funny clips to play. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. I can't believe it. It's going by so fast. I didn't mean to take up that whole time with this Pence character, but yeah, but anyway, whatever. This is how it goes when you're we just we're just shooting the shit really, so um yeah, that was Reagan. This is what gets me insane. They just lie and lie and lie. Truth has a liberal bias, so make it up, make shit up. Liberals emptied the mental hospitals. No, no, Reagan did that. Ronald effing Reagan. Let's see. Where is it? I have a whole thing about it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. President Reagan. Here's a question. Did President Reagan close mental hospitals and cause dramatic rise in homelessness? Let's see. Beep, beep, beep. Ronald Reagan elected governor in 1967. At this point, the number of patients in state hospitals had fallen, and the Reagan administration used the, the decline as a reason to make major cuts in the Department of Mental Hygiene. They cut 2,600 jobs and 10% of the budget despite reports showing that hospitals were already below recommended staffing levels. And that was just when he was in go- a governor. And Reagan did to California what he eventually did to the United States. Just like FDR, when FDR was governor of New York, and um, he was governor of New York during the Depression, when uh, and, and that's why New York City, or New York, not just New York City, New York had the only social safety net. It was the only state in the union with unemployment insurance. 
and help for the unemployed in general. Any, and there was no, there were no social na- safety net at all in the country before FDR. So FDR gave the New Deal a trial run in New York during the Great Depression, and he brought that eventually to the entire country when he was elected president. So just like Reagan, I mean, just like FDR, you know, trying to make the world better for not, you know, not, you know, people who weren't born with trust funds like he was. Reagan did the same exact thing. His heart said, fuck it. We want to cut, cut, cut. We want government not to do a damn thing because we don't want the peace. It's a psychological warfare in a way. Because it's everything that's going on in Congress now, too, with the Republicans and their uselessness. They want people to say, and especially with guns, where guns are concerned or where assault weapons are concerned, they want the dumbasses stupid enough to vote for them to, to say, hey, you know, government is the problem. It can't do anything. So then if you, if you uh, need help, if you get sick or you need a day off or something, you don't go to government for help, right? Government, is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Oh, that's terrifying. You don't expect government to do anything. Government's there to make the rich richer, just like it was in the system the founders overthrew. And this is another thing that the Democrats need to continuously hammer home that the Republicans are dragging us back to the system that the founders overthrew, where the rich run and, and rule and own everything, and everybody else is awaiting their rewards in heaven. But you don't pester your betters. You go to the church. You pester God for, you know, just some relief, uh, because government's not there to do things for you. The government is there to do what the what the Republicans want, which is the same thing it was in the feudal in feudal society. Do you are uh, it it runs the army, and period end of sentence. That's it. And uh, you get the elite in the ivory tower, and they have all the positions of power. There's no meritocracy. You hand out favors and cushy jobs to your pals. That's how you shore up your power. I mean, this is what Republicans do. This is how they, how they run government when they get power. So yeah, um, there goes Pence lying again. I thought he was a Christian, right? I thought he was a Christian, but well, anyway, here, I, I was going to talk about... Well, this is why I need a daily show. This sucks. Well, well I was going to talk about Clarence Thomas. Everybody was talking about him. Cause, but I have, some, cause I have some other videos I wanted to play of, of horrible Republicans. I thought maybe... There are less um, people are talking about them, so I thought maybe we can talk about it. Let's just... The only thing I have to say about Clarence Thomas is that he needs to be impeached. Or he, if he had any dignity, if he had any sense of ethics, he would already resign. He would have already resigned, I should say. It's true, but he won't resign because he's got no 
de- decency. He's not a decent person. He's a disgusting person who is in government. Like I, I, I always say, he's proving me correct. He's in government to ingratiate himself. He's in government to hang out in the halls of power. We smoke cigars with, you know, the, the masters of the universe. He's, does he care about... I mean, he, he wants you to think he's a man of the people. He likes to vacation in Walmart parking lots and all. But you think that this, that's what they're talking about at um, the Bohemian Grove? They're talking about how they could expand the franchise of democracy? How they can lessen this gap between rich and poor? How they can increase living wages or uh, ensure that every American has a decent middle-class life or retirement security? You think that's what they're talking about? The, the, how abhorrent it is that the American people aren't uh, guaranteed health care, that people have to go begging on the side of the internet superhighway with a sign. Help me, help me. You have to have a, you have to come up with some kind of, you know, uh, some video or something that catches people's attention. When you get that catastrophic diagnosis and your, your whole life, the rug gets ripped out from underneath you and you're sitting in the doctor's office and they're telling you you have a, a, a very troubling, to say the least, medical diagnosis and you're thinking, how am I going to not lose my home? How am I going to afford to to have the medical care to stay alive? Am I going to be one of the millions of Americans that have to declare the uniquely American medical bankruptcy? Then you, but you also have to think about what what kind of video you're going to make for your GoFundMe page. You gotta you gotta hook people in. You know, when you get up and they, you start your chemo and your hair starts falling out, you gotta, you gotta get that on, on your video. When you wake up in the morning and you're sick, you just can't get out of bed because you're wiped out from the chemo. You gotta make sure that you got somebody there to take that video. So you can make, and hopefully you have a friend that wants to edit it for you. Otherwise, you got to drag your ass out of bed, get, get on your computer. Hopefully you have some, they have, I don't know, maybe you got some, uh, you know, open source editing program that you can put together, use some music, some, you got to find some royalty free music that's stirring, but hopeful because you want people to uh, always leave them with a little bit of hope that you could, that you're going to beat this. Hopefully, you know, uh, you'll break through and you'll be one of the videos that others will share and it'll go viral. And then you can go, you don't have to worry then, you know, you got a viral video and you got, you go fund me. And maybe you can, you'll get like 20, 10, 20 grand and you're, uh, you'll be okay for like the month, maybe. Hopefully, uh, yeah, when you got to get your ass back to work, though. Don't worry about it, you know, because you don't have any sick leave. There's no sick leave in this country and you don't work. You don't get paid. 
And how are you going to keep your insurance? Because that's not cheap. Now, if you lose your job and your if your job is providing you medical insurance, you know how are you going to get your your chemo if you can't work? Because then you won't have your insurance. It doesn't make any sense to me. But this is how it's done here in this fucked up land of the free. Land of the free. You're free to die without health care, except if you're Clarence Thomas or you figured out some grift. If you're a sociopath, the best bet is to be a conservative. It's the truth. You could be a conservative podcaster. You, whatever you need to say, you know, sell out your own people, your community. If you are a somebody with darker pigments and you the best bet is and you're a sociopath you your best bet is to be a republican but anyway that's all i have to say for clarence thomas for the moment it's just disgusting oh but the the other thing is imagine let's let's uh play the game imagine if um let's say elena kagan you know because we keep hearing about george soros all the time how George Soros is funding um, everyone except me. I've been asking, where's my George Soros check? Been waiting. It still hasn't arrived. And yeah, George Soros is ubiquitous. He's everywhere. He's like the Wizard of Oz, supposedly. Yet here comes this other billionaire uh, you know, right under the radar, the Nazi-loving billionaire who has a garden of evil. <laughs> you know, uh, sick. These are sick people, right? So, wait, what's what's his billionaire's name? It's so obscure. We haven't. I don't even know this guy's name off the top of my head now that I'm saying it. Who's the billionaire? Harlan Crow. Why haven't we heard? We don't hear Harlan Crow. You don't hear this on. Fox so-called news on faux news. There's none of this Harlan Crow. This Harlan Crow funded Supreme Court. Harlan Crow funded candidate. No, no. Even though they are Harlan, Harlan Crow funded justice, right? So-called justice. For my friends, everything. For my enemies, the law. Right? Right? Clarence, Uncle Clarence. But Uncle Clarence, imagine if Elena Kagan, if it came out that Elena Kagan um, was being wined and dined all over the world by George Soros. He's flying her around. $500,000 trips. Imagine. Imagine what the Republicans would do, right? Imagine if George Soros or uh, funded or bought Elena Kagan's mother's home and then renovated it for her. And she lived, she still lived in that home. She's, you know, quite old. But imagine what the Republicans would do. Right, you know, but I have to say, if that came out and all of a sudden that Elena Kagan was like, oh, gee, I didn't know. I asked my friends, I'm supposed to be a judge. 
I'm supposed to be good at judging things. But I had to go and ask everybody that I knew that it is uh, this, uh, can this be misconstrued as the appearance of impropriety? Can this be misconstrued? I'm not taking a bribe, am I? And, you know, and they all said, no, no, don't, you don't have to report it. Even though now here comes something that you had to report. That's the law. You know, again, another Republican caught in the act of being themselves a crook, a, a corrupt crook who squats in the halls of power because they love power and they love kicking down on the rest of us while, you know, fomenting insurrection. But Elena Kagan would have resigned. That's what Democrats do. Right. But Uncle Clarence has no integrity. He has no decency. He has no integrity. That's who Republicans are. And they're not calling for him to resign. Never mind the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is the air that they breathe. It is the wind beneath their wings. That's their superpower. They have no shame. You see, if you have no shame, then nothing can touch you. Then you could be a scumbag like Uncle Clarence Thomas. You, and then you could cry. I remember the crying. They always cry and, and pound the table, Republicans do, at his hearing. And this is a high-tech lynching. What kind of world is this when I can't sexually harass my, my hot interns or, or whatever they were? Not interns. I forget the name. Where they clerk, my clerks. What kind of world when a, a, a man can't just sexually harass people? Who put this pube on my Coke can? That was Thomas's, that was his line. What are the fucking disgusting bunch of people they are? I, okay. And that brings me to more Republicans caught in the act of being themselves. Disgusting. Okay, now here's one. I know I only have 20 minutes left of the show, so I better get get to it. Uh, they're gross. Uh, let's see, let's see. Here is, where is this one? Okay, yeah, Republican. You know how they're always talking about people grooming, everybody's a groomer. Well, um, here's this Republican. Where is it? I'm trying to get it so you could see what I'm seeing. See? Okay. Republican. Here's um, a former South Dakota state Senate candidate was sentenced to 10 years in prison after pleading guilty to two counts of incest on Tuesday morning. Joel Matthew Koskan, 44, of Wood, was remanded to the custody of the Malit County Sheriff to begin his prison sentence following Tuesday's sentencing at Hughes County Courthouse. Courthouse, I can't talk. Sixth Circuit Judge Margot Northrup sentenced him to the maximum five years in the penalty for sexual penetration and the maximum five years in the penitentiary for fellatio. He was also fined $10,000 on each count. 
The two incest charges stem from incidents that occurred between April 2nd and April 16th involving Koskan's adoptive daughter. So he adopted a daughter so he can sexually abuse her. During the arraignment and sentencing hearing, I'm sure he got a lot of pats on the back. Aren't you a good upstanding Christian? Adopting your this um, daughter of yours. I think she was an indigenous person. During the arraignment and sentencing hearing, the 20-year-old victim spoke out to the court saying that the abuse has been going on for too long and it had been very hard for her. She stated that what, uh, that what she wants is what's right. This was not my fault, the victim said. He did what he did is going to stay with me for life. Koskan and members of his family tried to convince the victim not to cooperate with authorities, with Koskan even reporting the vehicle he had given the victim to, to use while attending school as stolen after she had reported the abuse. See, he's using government, you know, the weaponization of government again. There they go. Koskin's defense attorney, Clint Sargent, told Northrop now his client was there to take responsibility for his actions and begin the healing process with his family. Sargent said based on the client's psychosexual evaluation, Koskin would be a good candidate for outpatient treatment and community supervision. That's what he wanted. That's what they asked the judge. Um, good that the judge didn't take that recommendation and threw the book at him. So Northrop told the young woman that she's proud of the fact that she's had the courage to speak up and put a stop to the abuse. Koskin was charged and pleaded not guilty to the child abuse in November following allegations that he had a relationship with a minor over the course of several years. During that time, Koskin was running as the Republican candidate for state Senate in the District of 26, which he lost. Good. Well, that's good to know. But how many did vote for him, I wonder? Right? I'm sure there were plenty. Just like there will be plenty of, of Republicans who will vote for George Santos when he runs again. Because he's already filed to run. So here's another one. <clears throat> here's another disgusting Republican who is a groomer. I, I can't even believe this video. It's almost beyond. Let me see. It's almost you can't make this up. Here's Missouri State Senator Mike Moon. I've heard you talk about parents' right. And well, to be raped. Wait, 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 wait. That's a Democrat. That's a normal person. You'll hear Mike Moon in a second. So. Heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double checked. You voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults at the age of 12 if their parents consented to it. You said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' right and the kids' right to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? Do you know any kids who have been With married marriage. at age 12? That was any, the law. You, know you voted kids? not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen. Did you hear that? 
I guess he thinks that was like a mic drop moment. Do you know when he's he's owning the libs there, right? Do you know any any uh, people who've been married at age twelve? Do you do you now? Well, I do, and they're still married. Oh, you really owned us libs there, buddy. But there you go. That's another Republican groomer. And they're still married? They're child brides. Do you know any children who were married at 12 years old? I don't have to, the Democrat says. Well, they're still married is his response. Apparently, well, this is from Newsweek, GOP Senator Mike Moon from Missouri sparked outcry after suggesting that children as young as 12 should have the right to marry with parental consent. State Senator is facing harsh criticisms, but this is, don't you see, the? this is a pattern. Caught in the act of being themselves. They can't help it. They just can't help it. They say things and people, the, the rest of the world are like, what are you, t- what, what are you, did you say that? It's like the Matt Walsh guy. Remember, we played videos of him justifying child brides. They have, they're very sick people. And Matt Walsh, I am convinced he's you know, attracted to young people. Let's put it that way, legally and peacefully. No, not legally and peacefully. Because he says things that it's it's a tell. Like he says, uh, he posted on Twitter, I'm just paraphrasing, he said that if, that he would not um, allow any male that was not a family member to babysit his children and he's because uh, the the implication there is that because they are they will sexually abuse the children. But that goes to show you he's projecting. He thinks that all men have a sexual attraction to children like he does. He can't help it. So he he thinks he's. I mean, he doesn't realize that he is saying more about him. He's saying more about himself than he is about whatever he's supposedly saying, you know, or trying whatever lib he's trying to own. It's incredible. Out. This is like the the other Republican. We, uh, the video we played recently about um, the. The right winger, well, he's just a Republican. He's not, who knows if he's how far. Well, obviously, he's a fascist, though. What am I saying? But he, um, he asked about what was the cost, the child death. Wouldn't it be better if the child died? Remember that? That wasn't too long ago. Um, you know, in the case where child abuse is fatal, it, obviously, it's not good for the child, but it's actually oh, a benefit to society because there aren't needed for government services and whatnot right, over the whole course of that child's life. Right. Through the chair, you can you that? say that again? Um, you know, in the case where child abuse is fatal, 
it, obviously it's not good for obviously. the child, but it's actually a benefit to society because there aren't needed for government services. It's actually a benefit. A child abuse that ends in death is actually a benefit for society. That's the Republican way. And then people, see, they can't help it. They just can't help it. They need to be in therapy, not in the halls of power. If he was in therapy, who, who knows if he was in therapy, if that would even help. The, there's, there's a lot of sociopaths and narcissists running around in the right wing. There's no doubt. That's why they are attracted to that party. And they say things, it comes out, they're, they're confessing. A projection or a confession. And they think that, and that's why it takes people aback. They're like, are you kidding me? Did you actually just say that? It, it's like when you may, you might encounter a psychopath, a sociopath. Well, we all have encountered Donald Trump. He's just, he's a psychopath. He's a malignant narcissist in the very least. There's no doubt he's got issues. He's doesn't have normal um, emotions or empathy. That's just, you know, he's a sociopath, something like that. But, and then they say things and you, you know, believe it, believe your eyes and ears. There are more psychopaths and sociopaths than we would like to think. We all think, we all just assume that people are operating with the same amount of uh, emotional cues, but not everybody. So, you know, who, who sits there and says, obviously it's not good for the child, but it's a benefit for society if a child abuse ends in death because, you know, they won't be using government services when a normal person, normal, emotionally stable, emotionally capable human trying to serve their community in the halls of power would want to do everything in their power to ensure that a child who's being abused, that there's that there are services to not only expose the abuse, so but to help that child. There's what thought, what sick person has a thought in their mind that it's better for society if the child dies? Now I'm sure he's all anti-abortion, of course, right? He wants, you know, he's a good Christian, I'm sure, as well. Who even thinks like that? That's why the person who was responding said, excuse me, did I hear you correctly? What are you saying? And then the matter of fact, well, of course, it's not good for the child, but, you know, it's, uh, they don't, have, they don't cost us an extra dollar. They don't got no, we got no dollars. We don't have enough dollars here for that kid. Eh, fuck him. We got to give more money, more money to people at the top, you know. The makers. That ba that kid, a taker. F him. But this is who Republicans are. I wish they were Christian. I wish, I wish they, they, they really were. I wish we wouldn't have these problems. We'd already have measures. We'd already have an assault weapons ban if they were actually Christian. 
we wouldn't have to worry about kids dying in a uniquely American gun massacre more again and again and again. Over and over and over. Listening to the same old shit from the same old stale, fake-ass Christians telling people solutions that don't work. Except, but that's who Republicans are. They're like a cult, too. That's the thing. They're a cult. You know, every, there's only a few answers to the questions. It's like tax cuts or deregulation. Tax cuts, deregulation, more guns. That's it. Doesn't matter what's real. Doesn't matter what other people in other societies do, what other human beings do that we see it with our own eyes that that other societies are actually capable of addressing their massacre problem they get to limit massacres in other places believe it or not it's incredible but th- this is republicans they just can't help it and you know they're all about children babies and well they it, it's it's they are unfit. They are unfit. And for example, I only have four minutes left in the show, but you know, you know how I always say that uh, every every few years, the um, Republicans will start. The, there'll be some Republicans proposing the end of child labor laws. Well, it's happening. It's happening again, and Republicans, you know. That's all that's all you are to them. You're nothing but a a commodity to be exploited and discarded. You are a host from which to suck profit. Child labor protections are the latest Republican target. Arkansas is leading the charge. She actually did it. This one who says she loves babies and Jesus Arkansas is the lead is leading the charge against laws that protect kids despite revelations of dangerous child labor nationwide. It's making a comeback. You get it? That Republicans they're rolling back the the twentieth century. They like the fact I mean the Gilded Age is the point, and then that I mean, really, the Gilded Age, though I have to say, is is too liberal for them. They need feudalism. Trust me, you know, history is not linear. You know, uh, life is not linear. Two steps forward, you know, one step forward, two steps back, that kind of thing, and that's the way it can go with history. Just because we think where uh, where we live in a world where most people understand that slavery is is uh, not good, <laughs> or most people understand child labor is a relic of a time we smashed into history's trash pile. Just because we think that we can't go backwards, we can. And in fact, we are. With right-wingers at the helm, they are... Uh, enacting policies that we thought we 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 overcame where the hell do we live 
it's I can't even believe it sometimes. Uh, banning books, banning, you know, decency, banning freedom. This is their freedom, right? You have the freedom. I mean, forget public schools. This uh, uh, the whole thing is under you know this is the this was the point destroying democracy destroying the pillars of democracy like when they attack public schools it goes along with them rolling back child labor laws why do you need to be in school you're nothing but you know you're you're a serf know your place you all, all you need to know is the Bible. And we'll read that to you. We'll tell you what to think. We'll tell you what to what to do, what your what your life is worth. And then when you're good, after you're after you're done being exploited, you get to go to a mansion in heaven. So what are you worried about? That's the Republican way. All right, guys, 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 remember, become a patron at patreon.com slash terrordevil. Thank you for hanging out tonight and every Friday evening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you, thank you. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. I know. Haiku. <laughs> In case you missed the memo, Republicans, suffer the children didn't mean make the children suffer. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. You're right. And thank you, Anti-Gravity Workshop. I really appreciate your kind words. It means a lot. It keeps me going. You know, because I am my own worst critic, and maybe you're my... Maybe there are some more worst critics out there. I get, I get like... Uh, I get... What? Ah! I get right-wingers writing me nasty things. Can you believe it? <laughs> I don't... I Please. When a right-winger insults me, I'm, I know I'm doing it correctly. That's validation. They don't seem to realize that. that when a right-winger's like, what did somebody say recently? I'm trying to remember... Oh, they were upset that I that I called Marjorie Tur that I was calling her perjury traitor green. <laughs> perjury traitor green. How dare you? I calls it lacks I sees it. I calls it the truth. She's committed perjury on the stand. We have the video. And she is a traitor. Oh, and I, w I mean, that's another reason. I wish I had 
a daily show at a set time. She is a traitor. I didn't go do the whole story about her, um, you know, sending her love to the Pentagon leaker. Another traitor who endangers American lives, endangers democracy, gets... Uh, this, it's not a it's not an accident that they that that person gets um Marjorie Taylor Green perjury trader green on their side isn't it incredible i'll just read this quickly it didn't take long for republicans it's from crooks and liars by john amato didn't take long for Republicans like Perjury Trader Green to immediately defend the alleged leaker of the Pentagon secrets, Jack Tixria. I can't pronounce that, and actually turn him into the victim. Because now, um, let's play the game. What if he was black? Huh? Perjury? You think that? perjury would be um, all up in defending him. Marge, who unconscionably serves on the House Homeland Security Committee, we have a traitor. An absolute traitor on the Homeland Security Committee. Can you believe that shit? Who wastes our time. And this is what Republicans do. They put on a show and they make sure you get my good side, right? Like... Jim Jordan's coming to New York. I I am um, I'm pretty I'm not going to promise, but I'm going to try to get there. It's going to be kind of early. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if I can make it. If I can get up early, I'll have to get up at like six o'clock to get out there to give him a New York welcome, like we gave Perjury Trader Green. I think it's like my patriotic duty. So. Marge, who is unconscious, who unconscionably serves on the House Homeland Security Committee. Can you believe that? She has access to classified documents, top secret documents. This this bitch. But she's also am I wrong here now that I'm saying this? Did she did she um release or accidentally oh yeah, wait, 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 hold on. Marjorie, didn't she accidentally, not accidentally, on purpose, she um, revealed something classified in, on C-SPAN? Marjorie. Well, I guess maybe Trump had thought about it and declassified it. Releases classified information. Hmm. Or was that? Hmm. Or was that Lauren banned from the bowling alley? Anyway, whatever. I have to look that up. I I thought I remember that. That she had said something. Um. In the openly and oh yeah, she did. And the person that was testified was like, I'm not going to discuss classified information in a public forum. She was asking him questions and they were, and it was classified. <laughs> what a, oh my God, these people. And it's all to trigger their dumbasses to commit violence against the government. 
and the people who are the patriots serving the government, serving the people. Yes, so she writes, Jake Tiexera is a white male Christian and anti-war, which is why he's in the Air National Guard, I guess. That makes him an enemy to the Biden regime. Fuck you. And he told the truth about troops being on the ground in Ukraine and a lot more. Ask yourself who the real enemy, who is the real enemy? A young, low-level National Guardsman? Or the... Or the administration that is waging war in Ukraine? A non-NATO nation against nuclear Russia without war powers? How dare you? You see how... Do you see what traitors these are? Putin couldn't ask for better compatriots he couldn't ask for better comrades Putin Putin thanks you for your service and then Liz Cheney responded Marjorie Taylor Greene makes clear yet again that she cannot be trusted with America's national security information and should not have a secret clearance of any kind or security clearance absolutely neither should should Trump have had a clearance. What else did he do? What, who did he sell our secrets to for $2 billion? I don't hear anything about that from Republicans. It's incredible. Yes. Uh, Green's stance on the matter of the security breach is a stark reversal from her position on previous link leaks. In 2022, the Congress, ugh, they're calling a Congresswoman, can you believe that? Called the leak of a draft Supreme Court decision that would overturn Roe v. Wade, basically like an insurrection on the, of the Supreme Court. Because everything's an insurrection now, as we discussed on another show. They're, this is their um, tactic, to call everything, to call peaceful protest an insurrection to call anything that, you know, whatever, anything that could, that, that upsets them is an insurrection, even though, because they're in the midst of an insurrection and they're gaslighting. So, and they're Nazis. They're Nazis. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's this article that was written by Joseph Goebbels. I wish I had it handy. And it was before we the war broke out. Let me see. Joseph. And he writes, or it was before the United States was in the war, Joseph. Because he, of course, he was the minister of propaganda for, for Nazi Germany, just like Rupert Murdoch is the minister of propaganda for Republicans. And... He wrote about how, where is this, Joseph Goebbels, they sunk a U-boat, um, accidentally sunk a civilian, civilian ship, let me see, let me see, U-boat sinks civilian, 
civilian. And then he wrote a he wrote an article about it. And it was printed, if I'm not mistaken, it was it was printed in the New York Times. Anyway, I'll have to look it up. And they but he was, you know, saying how this was all uh you know, it was all a lie to make the Germans look bad. It, it, it reminded me so much of the the filth and lies that come out of the of the mouths of our fascists. How everything is twisted. How they gaslight. Well, it is if it walks like a fascist and talks like a fascist and lies like a fascist and gaslights like a fascist, that's what we're up against, a bunch of fascists. All right, all right. I got to get the show ready. I didn't I forgot. It's all bugged out. It's not it's going to take me longer to fix it. Guys, it's been great hanging out tonight. Thank you, Robin, for your super chat. High five always with an open, trusting hand. Thank you, Robin. And thank you, Jim, of course, for your super chat. Oh, free Junior. Does it, Do you want to see Junior? Should I bring him out? Thank you, Barry, for your super chat and Pookie's mommy and Robin. And another thing I have to do, I keep saying it, I'm threatening it, I will do it. I have to get the... The, the subscriptions of YouTube, you can join, you know, I'm going to open that up, hopefully, that you, some people, maybe they don't want to be patrons, they want to join through YouTube, then you can join and support the show through YouTube. Let me see if I can play a video while I get the junior out here. Hmm. What's... A disgusting thing to play. I can't do that to you. Oh, here's something. This will take a minute. Um, when Trump came to New York, this is uh, he was in New York yesterday, or I don't know if he's still here. But I was so proud of my hometown, giving him the. Uh, a nice New York welcome. And I hope he hears this in his in his dreams. When he closes his eyes, he hears the people of New York chanting, New York hates you. There's something very hypnotic about it. Hold on. New York. All right. 
All right, guys. This is Tara Jr. Jr. He's here. See? How you doing? You're a good boy. He's not He's not happy. He was in the bedroom. You hear him yelling at me? All right, my friends, thank you so much for hanging out. I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices, and then I got to get unconscious and dream about a world without Republicans where they're legally and peacefully in history's trash pile. All right, my friends, I, I'll see what happens. If I can get down to Jim Jordan's um, welcome party... I'll I'll try to live stream it. Maybe it'll work this time. Who knows? We'll see. Otherwise, remember, we will win. Because why? We're on the right side of history. Oh, shit. Here he comes. Ah! We're on the right side of decency. Dignity and democracy. Thank you guys. I missed you. It's, no, it's nice to see you again. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com if you can. And I will see you very soon. <laughs>